0: Team Buck, welcome to the Freedom Hut Tuesday, January 11th edition of the program. The big shift is happening right now. It would have been worse, they're saying. This is now where we are. From, oh my gosh, if you don't get the shot, you're a monster because you're going to infect me, To Well, it would have been worse because now everybody can infect everybody, basically. We'll talk about this. How did they magnify the fear uh, from the early days of this, it uh, looks like now increasingly, as you dive into the data, you can see that there was an effort to both make hospitalizations look much worse than they were at various points in the pandemic and cases look much less, which of course affects mortality data, which affects overall concerns about getting the virus. They have lied to you, friends. That's the basics of it. Plus, the CEO of uh, Moderna. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Pfizer says two vaccine doses, not enough to stop the spread. Doesn't really do anything. Oh, you mean what we've been saying for months now? Uh, DOJ has a new domestic terror unit. Manhattan DA is seeming like quite a fraud on some things. We'll get into that if we have the time. A lot on the CDC today. How are they shifting the narrative? Start with that. What is the new storyline as the old one has collapsed as i said yesterday it is in free fall well that's what we'll address in just a moment the holiday gift giving season is behind us now keeping all those internet connected presents safe from cyber thieves should become top of mind some steps you can take to protect computers phones smartwatches, and more from attacks includes turning off device listening updating software often applying two-factor authentication using complex passwords and enabling lock screens It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. Every day we put our information at risk on the Internet. In an instant, a cybercriminal could steal what's yours. That's why you need LifeLock, which helps detect a wide range of identity theft uh, theft threats like your Social Security number for sale on the dark web. Look, no one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But you can help protect what's yours with LifeLock by Norton. Join now. Save 25% off your first year. By using promo code Buck at LifeLock.com or call 1-800-LIFELOCK. That's LifeLock.com. Use promo code Buck for 25% off. I have LifeLock. I've used it for years. I have gotten notifications of suspicious activity. I have gotten notification of uh, anything that hits my credit, anything that looks like it could be shady. you got to have this. Just use the promo code Buck at LifeLock.com. 25% off. So now we can say things that we weren't supposed to say before and we're just going to accept this. Now that that's the the new rules apparently are, you can speak honestly about some parts of COVID because there's no avoiding it anymore. Right? You you can walk around saying the vaccines prevent infection and transmission and everyone's going to look at you like you're a moron because you would be, right? They can't make that case anymore. In fact, even the uh CEO of Pfizer, Mr. Bourla, is out there saying two vaccine doses is not enough. Do we have this guy? I got to figure out where he's from so I can do a better accent. Go ahead.
1: We know that um, the two doses of the vaccine offer very limited protection, if any. The three doses with a booster, they offer reasonable protection against hospitalization and deaths and uh, less protection against uh, infection. Now, we are working on a a new version of our vaccine, the 1.1. That uh, will cover Omicron as well, and uh, of course uh, we are waiting to to have the final results. The vaccine will be ready in March.
0: Oh, fantastic! The vaccine will be ready. The two doses is not enough. He's from Greece, by the way. Just what you're wondering about that. It's kind of I was like because it's clearly some kind of a European accent. I wasn't really sure exactly where. Bottom line here, there is two doses is not enough. E faristo, paracalo, you know? Hey, opa. Yeah, you know, he's he's doing his thing. He's doing his thing there. Uh, look, two doses, not enough. And that's the situation. That is the situation that we are in right now. Oh, wait, you mean you made ever get shots that aren't even going to stop them from getting infected and spreading? Now, here's where they play the games. They say, but it stops hospitalization and death. That so far is true, but that's not what the basis of the mandates were. Right. This was how they made everyone get the shot. If you don't get it, you're risking other people's lives. What is under that rationale? What is the argument then when it's clear that it does not stop or prevent infection in any meaningful way? I mean, they could say there's some differentiation, but tons and tons, millions and millions of vaccinated people have gotten and spread Omicron. So, in what way is it fair to force people? It's so stupid, friends. Their policies are so idiotic that they actually now bring in COVID positive nurses into hospitals in some places. And there are hospitals that have fired nurses for being unwilling to get the shot, irrespective of prior infection and natural immunity. These people are in disarray. They are lunatics. And this is this is because of the mass hysteria that was fomented by people like Fauci, by the Biden regime, by the Democrats in 2020 to defeat Trump. Whatever they had to do, creating a massive unyielding fireball of fear. They were willing to say and do whatever. And it was useful for them because they they managed to get Joe Biden. Joe Biden's a loser. And the guy's president of the United States because, you know, they push this guy forward. Trump is basically Hitler and he's made the virus so much worse and he doesn't take the science seriously. So let's have the most boring, just sub mediocrity in American politics, but he'll take us back to normal. They said, yeah, sure. Look, look at the normalcy we have. You basically get, you know, AOC policies with Biden as the front man for it. What's going on? Who's was the Marxist socialist stuff going? Oh, okay, it's fine. It's horrible what they're doing, but this is where we are. I saw Fauci getting grilled by Rand Paul, which I will say is among my favorite spectator sports, because Fauci is, and he was doing the whole "Woe is me, I'm so, uh, I'm so lonely, so lonely, so living alone." You know, he's all sad. He's saying. Like, Everyone I know in conservative politics and media gets threats, gets horrible things said about them. Uh, You know, you you also have created a situation here where any criticism of Fauci is automatically, you're fomenting violence. No, this guy's the worst. He's ruined lives. Because of Dr. Anthony Fauci running around saying, I am science, people have lost their jobs, they've lost their careers, they've lost their livelihoods, their ability to feed their own families to pay their mortgages, to pay their rent. Because Fauci wanted to be in control. He knows better. He actually doesn't. And that's what we're actually seeing here. He didn't know better. He's been wrong about basically everything. Just like I'm going to tell you this right now. You go back and look at the history of the CDC and HIV in this country. It was an abomination. I remember this. I remember being a teenager. Uh, I remember being in college, you know, 18, 19 years old. And I was always being told, oh, you know, at, at your physical, they would tell you, get an HIV test. You'd say, well, am I really at, am I really at risk of HIV? You know, I mean, I've got like my college sweetheart and that's it. Is that really, you know, oh, I got to get HIV-1 and HIV-2, you know, because it, it affects everybody equally. No, it doesn't. That was just propaganda. That wasn't true. There were high-risk groups and then there were very, very low-risk groups. And they didn't want to make that distinction because of the funding issues and stigma and all the rest of it. But they lied to you. The CDC's official policy for a long time was to pretend that everybody's at, at risk from HIV in the same way. Yeah, of course, anybody could, you know, actually stepping on a needle because of the lifespan of the virus. might not. Point being, sure, it was possible, but it wasn't really a major risk. But look at, look at the same mentality on display with COVID. What are we learning from the data right now? If you're old and sick, COVID is scary. Get the shot. End of story. That's it. Kind of like the flu, right? This was more lethal to people than the flu. By the way, we also need to look at the lethality data in a very serious way and see how overstated it is. They've already admitted this, that hospitalizations and deaths are off. And in some cases, it looks like they're off by a lot. Okay, you've got about 40% of people in the hospital in New York State. Who aren't there for COVID, but are listed as COVID. Almost 40%. That's a huge chunk. If it were two or four or three or whatever, I'd say, yeah, okay, fine. 40%. So somehow they've managed to create this frenzy around cases, right? And they also, in the early stages, we're talking about this. They don't talk about it anymore. They probably catch one in 10, maybe one in five, if you want to give the benefit of the doubt to our testing programs of all the cases that are out there. But when you then look at that and look at how many people in the population have been infected, it affects overall mortality data. Right. So they they do this whole, oh, how many cases are there? There's fewer cases in the early stages that are official that are actually happening. But because there are fewer cases and it looks like there's inflated hospitalization and mortality data, the virus seems more dangerous to everyone than it is because actually everyone is being exposed to it. And ninety nine point seven percent of people will be fine. That's that's the that's the bottom line. For we are returning to the origin of this argument. We're turning to the very basics here. And that's also why you're finally able to say things you weren't for all. I mean, here's Dana Perino over at Fox News. Dana's a sound thinker and she's just saying, look all of a sudden we can say stuff we couldn't say before? The CDC director has started to say things that you used to get banned on Twitter for saying. <laughs> exactly. And and <laughs> and I admire the fact that she has decided to get somebody to help her on media re- relations and, and communications.
1: Uh, it, it's She's a great scientist, I think, and probably a great doctor. Communicating to the public is not necessarily everyone's strong suit, so I'm for that. But I think one of the things that they should
0: tell her in one of those sessions is that a, lot of, a little humility can go a long way. To say, like, does, imagine if they start at every press conference by saying this is a novel virus we are continuing to learn things every day we're going to share with you what we have it might not be all the information we're
1: continuing to learn as we go along
0: now Dana is great I-, I think she's being far too kind to Walensky and saying she's a great doctor and scientist but she's being polite i understand uh, i think Walensky is a democrat political hack and she should be ashamed of herself i think dr fauci is making a mockery of the CDC, NIAD, NIH. Whenever you say to the CDC, people say he's not at the CDC. He's basically on a conference call with Walensky like four hours a day, or something. I mean, the guy basically lives in her office. I mean, they're talking all the time, and he runs NIAD, which is part of NIH. NIH and CDC work hand in glove, and all this stuff. It's a little cabal of science totalitarians running around here. So you could, it's it's effectively interchangeable, but yes, different. Technically, different agencies, different change of command. And it's amazing to see how little humility they actually have in all this process. Think about how much they have gotten wrong here. Think about all of this. Um, Fox News' Peter Ducey, by the way, yesterday in the, uh, in the press briefing, had a, a moment where he got to ask Jen Psaki. Now, Jen Psaki is not a scientist, but she's the chief propaganda czar of the Biden regime, here, Ducey is asking the obvious question. People are getting COVID who are triple vaxxed, AOC, triple vaxxed, three shots, not enough, not enough. So it's a pandemic of the unvaccinated. That is a false statement. If they wanted to be accurate, they would have to say it is a pandemic that is disproportionately or more than 50 percent or whatever. But to say it's a pandemic of the unvaccinated is a lie. That is a lie. And it's coming from Biden himself. Ducey asked the question. Let's hear the answer.
1: I understand that
0: the science says that vaccines prevent death, but I'm triple vaxxed, still got COVID. You're triple vaxxed, still got COVID. Why is the president still referring to this as a pandemic of the unvaccinated? Well, I I think, Peter, there's a significant difference between and you just you just experienced this and not to expose your public health experience. But I can speak to mine as well. I had been triple vaxxed. I had minor symptoms. There is a huge difference between that and being unvaccinated. You are 17 times more likely to go to the hospital if you're not vaccinated, 20 times more likely to die. Yes, but that's not what we were sold as the policies. If that's really the problem, it should be the problem of individuals who are choosing, if they're at high risk, unwisely, in my opinion, to not get vaccinated. But everybody else should be left the hell alone. Left alone because you can get it and spread. If you if you have think this through, if you have, you know, your 85 year old great, great, great grandma, Ethel. okay, and she refuses. She goes, you know, I'm not getting that vaccine. She's not going to do it. If you get triple vax, you could go give Anne Ethel a kiss or great-great-grandma Ethel, rather. Great-great-aunt, maybe. And you could give her COVID just the same way somebody else who is entirely unvaccinated could go and give her COVID, and she could die the same, the same situation, same risk profile. So why are we forcing everyone to get the shot? Well, what's the point, right? Unless you really think you're going to get 100% compliance, and I think that's really what, in the back of their minds, that they want. They want 100% compliance, and it's endless. Remember that, too. Remember when they told us, oh, it's going to be one and done. Okay, maybe two, maybe three, maybe four. Tyranny comes in increments. Look at history. People don't show up at your front door and say, we're going to ruin this whole country, take away all your rights, send people off to camps and destroy everything that you know and love. That's not how it works. There's always a run-up. There's always steps. We're going to isolate you. We're going to humiliate you. We're going to legally disenfranchise you. We're going to come up with pseudo rationalizations for it, right? This is how totalitarianism happens every single time. Of course, they don't teach kids about the monsters of 20th century totalitarianism in this country because that would impugn the communists and the Marxists that the American left and that's the Democrat Party are still enthralled with. So there's always this lack of actual knowledge about this. I mean, the fact that they don't assign the gulag archipelago to kids in school is appalling appalling lots of lots of literature of you know of the third world about what it's like you know growing up in the traditional fight between the old ways and the new ways or something I had a lot of that when I was in school gulag archipelago had to read that one on my own okay now you know why kids are like wait a second I I can wear a Che Guevara t-shirt and Stalin wasn't that bad Stalin's Stalin's troops were great in the second world war right mm, nope nope ignorance all over the place ignorance all over the place so so we have here um a moment where we're starting to be able to talk about what is true and what is honest and what is real only because it's unavoidable now it's so obvious that they can't spin it and change it. so that's why they're just trying to change the storyline and hope you don't notice but for example on the point about inflating hospitalization and death numbers during the covid pandemic they act like this is some discovery you know over over at cnn you know you have anchors now who are going oh wait a second you mean that there's you mean the numbers might be off sir excuse me sir are you telling me the numbers for the hospitalization and death from covid may be wildly exaggerated Oh, wow, what a revelation they were the handmaidens of this fraud. Do not allow them to get away with this. They were pushing this the whole time. And if you're wondering, were we were people able to see this a long time ago? I mean, I sit here and tell you I saw this and you've listened to my show. You know, it's true. I did all these things I've talked about. Right. You know, they come after me. I just got a Facebook strike yesterday or the day before. You know, oh, disinformation wasn't disinformation. I'm not allowed to say it, though, because I'm an opponent of the regime. That's how this works. That's the new rules. It's not even about facts. It's about who's saying the fact. Well, here's Elon Musk, who they can't shut down because he's the richest guy in the world. In May of not 2021, May of 2020. Oh, gosh. Just
1: to give people better information. Definitely diagnosed with COVID or had COVID-like symptoms. We're conflating those two so that, one, that it looks bigger than it is. Then if somebody dies, is, was COVID a primary cause? Of the death or not? I mean, if somebody has COVID, gets eaten by a shark, um, we find their <laughs> arm. Their arm has COVID. <laughs> it's going to get recorded as a COVID death. Is that real? I mean, not, basically, not not that bad, but heart attacks, strokes, you get hit by a bus, cancer. If you, if you get hit by a bus, go, go to the hospital and die, and they find that you have COVID, you will be recorded as a COVID death. Why would they do that, though? Well, right now, the, so... <laughs> You know, the road to hell is paid with good intentions. I mean, it's
0: mostly paid with bad intentions,
1: but there is, you know, some good intentions saving stones in there, too.
0: <laughs> yeah. Why is it that Elon Musk was able to see this on Joe Rogan's show in May of 2020? I mean, you can go back and listen to the same conversations on my show back then, but what it, it's just looking at things and being honest about it and not just trying to be a part of the Democrat regime herd and do whatever was necessary to defeat Trump, which meant maximum terror... Maximum undermining of confidence in that administration to do anything possible for the assistance of the Biden regime. Remember, Trump had a huge open doorway to being the authoritarian strongman that they absurdly accused him of for four years. And his response was, let people at a more localized, at a state level and below decision, make their own determinations. Let's work with this. We'll get through this. It'll be okay." Imagine what the country would be like if Fauci had taken that approach and all of his little minions. They said, guys, we're in for a tough time here. We're going to get the best therapeutics and the best uh, vaccines possible to those at risk. And we're going to do what we can to make sure we have surge capacity in all the hospitals for these seasons. And we're going to try to encourage people to be healthy, to keep their immunity high and to do their absolute best and make the choices smartest for them. We're going to put out a lot of information. Not going to mandate masks. Oh, do you see Fauci today? Masking up between answers, that's really epidemiologically sound. You see Walensky today on Capitol Hill testified before the Senate, double masks. I kid you not. What is that? Oh, because two masks are better than one. Well, why doesn't she wear three? Why doesn't she care enough about saving lives? It's moronic. Right, some big study just came out of the UK, not even here, the UK. No difference whatsoever between schools with mask mandates and schools without it in lessening viral spread no statistical difference whatsoever okay so how many more times do we have to go through this they lied to you about it they lied to you about it because it was a visual a visual manifestation of their control and of your submission and mine every time I get on a plane every time I got yelled at yesterday I had some moron in my building who was just laden with packages not an employee of the building all the employees of the building and I are great friends we get along fantastically Some random resident arms stacked high with 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 packages. And he turns and he goes, you need to put on a mask, sir. And he drops his packages all over the floor. It was it was like it was like a like a cacophony of cardboard. It was phenomenal. It was absolutely great. Karma, baby. Loved every second of it. And this is what I mean. So that 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 individual feels really self-righteous telling me in the five seconds i didn't even get in the elevator with him he was in the elevator i was like all right he's got a lot of packages i'm gonna leave him be you know looks like he was gonna kind of tip over which of course it did i'm not even getting get in the elevator with the guy and he yells at me i want to say excuse me sir so if we walk down the street to a bar and i sit next to you without a mask on for four hours because that's happening all over new york city every single day that's okay but you're gonna fr- you're gonna yell at someone you don't know like a jackass because you came into contact with them for five seconds you ever read the cdc data sir you know how long they say it takes for even a person who is unvaccinated and unmasked and another person who's unvaccinated unmasked to spread the virus say about 15 minutes of close contact you really think five seconds is going to do it if five seconds would do it we would have all had covid three times already around the whole world these people are lunatics fauci caused it they 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 fostered and leveraged this fear And now they can't turn it off. And I'm not sure they want to. Even now, I think they like this. They like a cowed population. They like us all to be a nation of quizlings and cowards. Oh, gosh, maybe Fauci will protect me. If you think that little lab coat tyrant has your best interests at heart, you're not paying attention, folks. I know if you listen to this, if you listen to me, clearly, you know, you know, the deal on Fauci, but. It's uh, stunning to see how this goes. All right, I, I got a little fired up about this one, so I ran longer. So though the short thing I want to say on the DA, Bragg, who's not enforcing law, is now he's doing the whole, oh, I, I grew up in Harlem and I know all the tough times. Fun fact, the district attorney, Bragg, grew up in a $2 million brownstone in Harlem and went to the same high school as my older brother, which costs almost $60,000 a year. I went to the free high school, just saying. But he went to the $60,000 a year high school. Yeah. Bragg had it really tough. Oh, yeah. The mean streets of the two million dollar brownstone. So rough. So rough. I mean, yeah, New York was bad in the 90s everywhere, but it's funny. Oh, I know how to enforce the law. I know what I'm going to do, he says, because you know, he's, he's tough. He's got street cred. Sure, he does. Oh, and the domestic terror unit, the DOJ setting up. Look, this is just to uh, threaten conservatives going into the in terms to scare people to harass people remember they're not going to bring a lot of investigations with this new DOJ terror unit they're just going to have to do a few high profile cases to make everybody think oh gosh if I join a group with the organization name freedom in any capacity or you know America I might be targeted I, I, I might want to stay home from that rally I don't want to go there there could be feds in the in the in the crowd and you know maybe they'll try to steer me into something where I'm just present and there's some crime that's committed right you, this is what they're doing. These, look, these people play rough. I told you. Don't think they're going to sit back and say, we suck at governance, so we're going to hand over the reins of power. They are going to fight dirtier than ever before this year because they're commies. That's really the lesson of the day. Thanks, everybody. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Shields high.